Again. Unmute. I got you. I got you. There we go. There we go, baby. There we go. <laughs> nice. All right. Again. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Leads of the Raw. I'm Dr. Chris. That is Vince Russo. And it's time to rock and roll. Vince, how are you, my man? I'm doing good, Chris. Uh couple of things I'm going to cut big promos on. Something I'm really going to put over. Something I, I have to, I have to put over, but there are a couple of things I'm just going to bury, you know, like they say, bro, till the cows come home. Mm -hmm. And let's, let, let's start with the opening segment, shall we, doctor? Yes, please. Doctor, I'm watching this open, bro. I, I do want to add that I was saying this for years and years and years and years and years and years prior to me saying it now, okay? Bro, I would complain because I, when, when, when uh, Heyman was managing Lesnar, I was getting so sick and tired of Heyman's same tired promo every single week the over the top acting with this bs i mean we we've seen it a million times to the point that i said to the i i actually pitched an idea to the ww if you want to save money just animate paul Heyman. you don't need him bro you don't need to pay him get an animated figure let the animated figure walk out there with the real Brock and let him just cut his same annoying promo every week. And I would say, Chris, why can't Brock speak? Why do we need to hear this boring, droning on promo every single week? So now Brock speaks. Chris, this is a guy that needed a voice box to cut the same exact promo for him year after year? Like, are you kidding me, bro? Like, are you kidding me, bro? I think that Brock, for the first time in his career, is actually just kind of having fun. Like, it just it seems like Brock is just really having fun for the first time. And before we get into uh, that, be sure to look. Look, there's a lot of people who like this show, Legion of Raw, okay? We want you to do two things. Vince and I want you to do two things. One, hit that like button, okay? And then two, leave a very positive comment for the show. Let us know how much you love the show, okay? Yeah. Because yeah. we have, you know, Vince and I, we have trolls. We, yes. have, we have troubles. Well, we Everybody got big troubles when we got to sit through this thing for three hours, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 have we have all kinds of trolls uh, that that you know. Hey, not everybody not everybody likes everybody. A lot of people uh, believe that uh, they when they when they talk about me, they say, "Hey, yeah, he's a very likable guy." There's some people who don't. People say they don't like the fact that I'm super chill. Hey, they want me to be like this all the time. And here we go. 
That's not me, man. I like that guy. I'm just really relaxed. Here we go. <laughs> I like that guy, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so. <laughs> but. I'm just a real chill guy, man. And uh, bro, I was. You know, I, I, there's there's another website out there, you know, another channel like Sportskeeda that I won't mention by name. Are you I, sure? Yeah, I'm no. sure because, bro, the, the the graphic is like the lead guy. Their their Chris Featherstone as yeah. a shoot. The graphic is the guy doing this, bro. <laughs> and every time I see it, I'm like, you stupid Mark, please don't show me this. And he and he's he does exactly what you're doing right there, bro. <laughs> yes. He's a really big Mark. <laughs> 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 but you know, I'm I'm the I'm the uh the straight guy to this uh Chris and Vince uh uh fun duo. Vince is the one who's uh you know the very uh, animated one, and we make a. Bro, very you know who awesome you could be, Chris. Chris, you got to help me here. You got, and I, and I know I'm a lot older than you, bro. I know mm. I'm a lot old. Remember mm. WKRP in Cincinnati? Yes, bro, baby. Who, if you ever wonder, yeah, bro. Who <laughs> was the cool? I think was wasn't his name Venus Flytrap? Venus Flytrap, I believe. From uh, I thought. Well, um, I thought that was Happy Days. No, Happy Days. No, no, no. What was the the black DJ? I can't even remember his name. He was so silky smooth. Remember on WKLP? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't believe I can't. Th- I, I'm. I'm almost positive it was Venus. Was the character name? I'm almost. Anybody reach out and yeah, help us. Yeah, SK Nation. We're uh, yeah. Look it up real quick. Uh, but you, you could definitely be that guy, bro. Without a shadow you. of a doubt, bro. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. I, you know, I'm just a. I used to be. You know what's so funny, Vince? This is a shoot. Uh, Michael says yes. Venus Flytrap. Yes, yes. Yes. What was the actor's name? If they could help us with the Timothy Reed. Was, yes, that's yeah. it, bro. He passed away, but he, he. What a great character. But go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Thank you, man. Uh, here's a shoot, man. Uh, I used to be like super anxious and used to be mad at the world a lot like when i really was a, uh yeah man when i was when i was growing up this is a this is a shoot man and one of my best uh ways to just handle life is just to be just chill you know what i mean just to handle in a very calm way that's you know therapists me as a therapist man i have to if i if i get super anxious and just deal with life in a very uh anxious way i wouldn't really be a good therapist and so I have to really, I have to, I have to really be a product of my teaching to uh, clients. But, but, but Chris, I think this is important for people listening. How, how did you make that transition over? Did something happen? How did you make that switch over? Definitely my faith. Definitely, definitely really? uh, yeah. my, my conversion to Christianity. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, it, it, yeah. <clears throat> but when you when you tell people, bro, how much things just change. Uh, when you accept Christ, it's 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 really hard for people to believe, and it's really hard to explain because yeah. it, it 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 happens from like the inside, and mm-hmm. it's it's very difficult. But I I, I definitely I knew you were going to say that, bro, because that's the only mm-hmm. way something like that changes. Oh, 100 percent, man! I yeah. <laughs> a lot of people would be super shocked if they. If they knew the, the the Chris, you know, back in the day, just my upbringing, my influence, the things, my life 
style, the, the things yeah. I used to do, man. It, it's a whole different thing. So now, you know, it's it's kind of like a super chill, you know, um, my, probably my favorite book of the Bible is Ecclesiastes. Just, you know, at the end of the day, it's all meaningless. Just, you know, yeah. <laughs> just, just live, just live your best life and just uh, love people, uh, you know, during, during that time and uh, on the road, be a big influence. And again, my lifestyle is to create a legacy, man, because my legacy is going to live. If I die tomorrow, I want to be sure that I left a legacy, you know, in the, the small time, comparatively the small time that I've been here. I want to leave a legacy, man. So yeah, that's awesome, <clears throat> yeah. Chris. That is awesome. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. But yeah, uh, y'all, y'all leave a really positive comment uh, on the show to, uh, you know, Vince. And so far, I'm about to put you over too, Vince. I guess this is just a sappy party here uh, this Monday. Oh, my God. I'm, and nice. I'm totally fine with it. Here's the thing, man. Uh, a lot of people, you know, we've we've been doing this now for uh, about a year and a half now. Right? Wow. And, wow. Yeah. And so, and so uh, here's the thing, man. Uh, I, I know that I worked with you a couple of times with interviews and things like that. And this year and a half that we've been working together, man, it's been it's been great because, you know, not only did um, I know uh, the Vince Russo of old of the Attitude Era, the, uh, the 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 Booker, the Head Writer, but world, champ, known, world champion, world champion, world champion. I, I, how how could I? How could how could I miss the most just important thing? Just throwing that out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but at the same time, man, uh, I've known Vince Russo as the person and man, like the trolls are just complete idiots because they, they view Vince Russo as the booker. Now it's okay to disagree with people. You know what I mean? It, it, it's okay. It's totally okay. But people don't know how to disagree. You know yeah, what I mean? I and that's, and that's one of the biggest problems in this world is that people don't know how to disagree respectfully. And if they have an issue with the way that you book uh, a fake wrestling match, that's one thing. But if they influence you or they try to just poke you as a person, that's another thing. And I want to, I want to sit here today and say, man, I I've known Vince Russo as a person over the past year and a half. And I've known Vince Russo as a friend and man, like, People just don't understand how good of a person you are, man. And I so appreciate I, I, that I a lot. Yeah. I I really, 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 really appreciate that a lot, Chris. Yeah. And bro, I yeah, want to go. Uh, I just want to go back to this opening segment because I'll tell you what, it's very reminiscent of to me. Uh, and you'll appreciate this, bro. Bro, obviously, before I started writing for WCW, there was a little buffer period where I left the WWE. I went to WCW, but I wasn't writing or booking yet. At that time, bro, I was watching the characters and studying the characters to see what I had to work with. And, bro, I'll mm -hmm. never forget, like, one of the guys at the very, very top of my list was Ernest the Cat Miller. Because oh, yeah. this guy just <laughs> oozed charisma. So, bro, I'll never forget the first time I met with Ernest you know, I made the decision and I'm getting back to Brock and Paul Heyman here. I made the decision. I'm like, bro, you don't need a mouthpiece. Sonny Ono was his mouthpiece at the time. I'm like, Ernest, you're the last guy who needs a mouthpiece. 
you I, I want to hear you talk, bro. You're so glib and colorful and entertaining. And bro, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. That gave me 20 years of heat with Sonny Ono. Just because mm, really wow. absolutely, bro. Just because I wow. didn't think Ernest needed a manager. But my point is, if I'm working with Brock Lesnar, and as a writer, I'm getting to know Brock Lesnar. Bro, I'm going to figure out within a month, bro, this guy's got a really sense of humor in the back. This mm. is a very smart guy. This is a very witty guy. You know what, bro? He probably doesn't need a manager. Like, that's mm. what I'm going to figure out. I just, I'm sitting here and I'm watching how entertaining he is. And I just cannot believe they just put us through those Paul Heyman promos for, for I, I don't even know, it, well over five years. Well, yeah. how long has it been, Chris? I uh, came back in 2012, I believe, right after 28, uh, the Rock Cena match, uh, the, the Raw after Mania, he came back. And, oh, uh, I just, I like, see, see to, to me, like, to me, that is just the writers like not doing their job. You, 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 if you're hanging around this guy in the back, bro, it's like when I, you know, hanging around Jay Lethal in the back, you know, mm -hmm. Jay Lethal, you know, he's kind of a smaller guy. So it was really hard to get him over as a bad apple. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden I'm back there one day and he's breaking into macho man and flair. And I'm like, bro, th that's it. When, yeah. when you're around these guys, Chris, every yep. single week, you 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 know what they're capable of. Yeah, and that's why I'm sure. saying, how do you let this guy go so long without talking? Yeah, I would say I agree, but his, his like his promos, there was times where I know that there was a, a span of time that you didn't watch. He was there from 2002 and he left at uh msg him and goldberg left the same time uh when austin was the referee at that wrestlemania and he was pursuing football so he was gone for a while and him him and vince had a really acrimonious relationship at that time and so he was gone for a while came back 2012 after being gone for uh eight years i think he left in oh was it 04 SK Nation? I think 04 was um, was MSG. Yeah, him and Brock, I believe, it was 04 because it was because Eddie Guerrero won the the title um, with the help of Goldberg, and then they that led to their WrestleMania match. And so, yeah, I mean, he was gone, and so it just seemed like Brock just for a lot of his career just wasn't really feeling it as far as being uh, a mouthpiece, like his promos were really off. Uh, one of the most notorious <laughs> lines that he, he said before uh, they were, Paul Heyman was cutting a promo and he said, Paul say something stupid. And it was just really weird. And it's just really off. But I think um, now with this type of Brock for the first time in his career, it seems like he's just really trying to invest in his character now he's smiling a lot more he's you know he's he's actually playing a baby face and a lot of people 
on, on media saying, man, like I, this is the best Brock yet. And it seems like Brock is really spending time to really hone in his character and he's yeah. gaining the confidence on the mic. And I think you can see that stuff too. I can appreciate it. I'm still not a fan of Brock kind of wiping the floor with, you know, all the current talent as we saw with the elimination chamber. I think there's better ways to put him over because yeah. he can retire tomorrow and be in the hall of fame. You know what I mean? He's a hall of famer. I think at this point he needs to, WWE needs to work on more of putting others over and setting yep. that new wave of talent. Yep. But I would say like, it, it's clear that Brock Lesnar is enjoying yep. his career more now than he has been. And so it makes perfect sense right now, as far as yep. like, yeah, Brock doesn't need a stick man at all. But I'm also going to say, uh, Chris, on the other side of that coin, I don't want to see Roman Reigns have a voice box either. Really? I, I, I don't, bro. I think bro. he's got a lot of work to do on the stick, man. I, I think bro, he does. But how does he get better, bro? Repetition, repetition, repetition. Yeah. That's how yeah. he gets better, bro. Yeah, but I, 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 I don't know. I just... I, I don't know, bro. If if I'm writing, I I just I, I really think that Heyman is just an awkward piece in this. Po- I just don't know mm. why you need him, but yeah. whatever. I, I I guess there's a reason why he's there. But um, I yeah. I I did like Brock's uh, promo. I did not like the fact, bro, that they were talking about Madison Square Garden like they were selling a Madison Square Garden house show in, in North South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, it's South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. Like I'm like, well, why? Why are you talking about it? What? What? They're gonna drive to New York to go to the show? Right. Exactly. I was think. I was thinking about that too, Vince. And I was also thinking like, 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 do you really think? Do you really think that the title's going to change in MSG House Show? Like, why even bring that up? Yeah, just the same sense. reason, Chris. The same reason you're gonna bring up that Leader and Goldberg are gonna become the WWE champions. It, it, it's the same exact thing. We we said it on last week's show. You no. can't keep bringing back these legends in championship matches just to do the job, bro. Yeah, you can't yeah. because everybody knows they're here to do the job. Exactly. I, I exactly. mean, Chris, help me out here from a psychological point of view okay do you think the wwe realizes that okay bro everybody knows elite is gonna job everybody knows goldberg is gonna do the job but it doesn't matter because the people just want to see them they just want to see lita so it doesn't matter if she goes over or not do you think that's their mentality and do you agree with that that's a good question i do think so i think this is their mentality i think it's clear, like Jericho said, like even Brock said on Pat McAfee's show about developing new talent. And at the end of the day, they have not developed new talent, and it is a huge struggle. So, like right now, the only thing they really have is pulling from that well over and over and over and over again, even if it's so predictable that they know that the person is going to lose. And I think just like just like I said last week, what they're going to do with Austin. If it's if it's two thousand more ticket sales, that's good enough for them and WWE. Like if I'm if I'm bringing Austin and get a couple thousand more ticket sales, so be it. Instead of really focus on <clears throat> building talent to have them have their coming of age or their coming out party at WrestleMania, which 
We saw with many people. Austin had his coming out party at, at WrestleMania with, with Brett. You know what I mean? Uh, Rock had his coming out party at, at WrestleMania in many aspects uh, with the Austin rivalry. Uh, the Undertaker with the streak. I mean, like, WrestleMania has, has built so many legends. There's so many moments. Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 3, slamming Andre. That was his big moment. There's so many. Uh, Ultimate Warrior, the retired match against uh, uh, Savage. Savage at WrestleMania 4, the tournament. Like, there's so many moments in WrestleMania that build stars. But since that's so, because we talk about a lot of time of the Ryback effect, because they're not building stars so much, it's, uh, let me bring from the well. Let me pull from the well. We saw that with Ed's tonight. You know, let me pull from the well. This is going to cause people to come. And then, like you say, the Raw to WrestleMania is still going to pop a decent number. And then it's going to go straight back to not even building stars again. So yeah. I think they've cornered themselves and they really don't know how to get in the corner that they backed themselves into. Well, think about this, Chris. Um, and we, we could talk about this a little later, but we could talk about it as now when you're talking about the failure to build stars, bro, they attempted to have Vince McMahon build Austin Theory. Where's that in the last three weeks? That's over. That The last three weeks, bro, that – so you're sitting there telling me, bro, you couldn't get Vince McMahon to get a guy over? Yeah, exactly. That's that's (laughs) bad, bro. That That is bad, bro. Yeah. They brought him back. And from what I understand, you've worked with them. A lot of people I've interviewed, I've interviewed over 300 wrestlers, and a huge majority of them worked in the WWE. And unanimously, they would say that Vince hates being on camera. You know what I mean? Nowadays. And yeah. so to bring him, because he's all about image. And unfortunately, you know, he looks like an older 76-year-old. He doesn't look like a, you know, a very uh, springy, you know, type of dapper, you know, 76 year older, he looks aged, you know, he's been going through a lot. I mean, he had to, he's been behind that gorilla position for 40 years. He put his heart and soul in the company and he's starting to look like it. And so even more now, he wouldn't want to put himself behind in front of the camera and even willing to do that to try to put this theory kit over just for that to be done. Lots of start stops. How yeah. can you build stars with all can't, of these start stop push, man? You can't. You can't. And he and he was in the chamber. He he looked like an idiot, just a plum fool in the chamber match, and he didn't even show up on the yep. raw. And just yep. what a way to build someone, man. Yeah. <clears throat> and that and that hurts his career more than it helps it because it shows like he couldn't even get a Vince McMahon rub. Yeah, and then just like, oh man, it's bad. Yep. Um, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens uh, cuts a backstage interview. Bro, I just speaking have to, to say, from, <laughs> yeah, yeah, speaking I gotta of pulling from the well. Yeah, speaking I gotta of pulling from the well, real quick. Speaking of pulling from the well, Owens even mentions Texas again to pull. Bro, I, that, that's piece. what I was just gonna say, Chris. <laughs> I, 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 I have to say this because I do know Steve Austin. Now, don't get me wrong, bro. People change. And Austin could have changed over the years. There's no doubt about it. But, bro, the Austin that I know, 
Bro, this has to be a pretty significant payday for him to do this angle yeah. based on Owens running down Texas. Like, I, I can't, like, it's like I keep saying to myself, I know, Steve, <laughs> I can't believe he's doing this. But yeah. then again, I don't know what the guy's getting paid, bro. If it's stupid money, yeah, yeah bro. But I, th- the creative that Owens is going to bury the town and that's going to pull a guy out of retirement after 20 years, Chris? I just, I mean, out of all the possible options they had to pull Austin back, I mean, like, he is the deepest part of the well, Vince. Like, he's been he's been gone. He has stayed true to his retirement longer than anybody else. Like, and to pull him out of the well from almost 20 years ago for this Chris off the top of my head off the top of my head, bro. Just sitting here right now, you and me, it's as simple as bringing Owens on Austin's podcast. Okay. Uh And Austin kind of, you know, I mean, uh, Owens kind of taking the shot at Austin. You're crippled. You know, you couldn't wrestle again, even if you wanted to, but really attacking Austin's pride. And then Austin, what what are you saying, son? I don't have anything left in the tank? What, I'm working on one leg? And then, bro, you showed the Rocky Four training, where now it's all about shutting this young, you know what, just shutting his big mouth. And you see the Austin training, and you see the pain in the knees and him being pushed Mm. and I mean, my God, bro, there's such a beautiful story you could tell, but no, bro, they they, uh, bro, Steve, they're ripping Austin. They're ripping Texas, bro. You better get back, get your trunks, bro. (laughs) Owens is burying Texas. Come on. Like really, bro. Really? Just that alone is money to me much more than just burying Texas. That makes, I love it. All, Kevin Owens being a, a host of the Steve Austin podcast and they shooting an angle from it. Not only does it make it seem like like it, it makes the Steve Austin podcast must see for like future hosts. You never know what's going to happen yep. there. Yep. But yep. it also brings a reality base because you came to my ranch like you yep. came to you, you came to my area yep. to to say that stuff about me. Like wait a wait a minute, son. Like you you don't think so? Got it? You don't think that I wait? You think what, what are you talking about? Washed up? You know what I mean? Like there's so many things that you can really build from that. I like bro, it. Bro, you could you could even go as far, bro. This is how beautiful and wonderful this could be. So you know, all of a sudden, bro, you get to you know you get. I'm writing the Rocky movie again, bro. You get to the part now where Austin starts doubting himself. Maybe you see the situation on the beach. Remember the situation with the beach uh, with Rocky and Adrian and Rocky goes, I'm afraid. Okay. For the first time in my life, I'm afraid. Austin (laughs) cuts that promo, bro. Then who comes out of the darkness to freaking train Austin, bro. Freaking Brett. 
bring Austin Ooh. to the dungeon. Remember their their match and Brett made Austin bring Austin to the dungeon. I mean, come on, Chris. We just came up with that off the top of our heads. It's yeah. not that difficult, bro. I like it. I like All the of a dungeon sudden, angle. Brett, Brett, Brett becomes Stu Hart. He becomes yeah. Stu Hart, bro. Yeah, he becomes Stu. He becomes Stu. I like it. I like it. Just just like that. Just like just that. Just like that, bro. That's but why no, you need... he's, he's running down Texas. Okay. That's why you need Vince Russo backstage, ladies and gentlemen. Crazy, bro. Crazy. Alpha Academy beats the Street Profits. Didn't they have this? Did they have this match last week? Didn't somebody uh, no, beat the Street Profits? The Street Profits beat uh the they beat Dirty Dogs. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So we're just Chompa, we're just yeah. we're just flipping and flopping. Yeah, yeah. Just teams. I mean Street Profits lose. They win. They lose. They win. They lose. They win. And yeah, that's a good way of developing a, a tactic. Yeah, yeah. To muscle Champa and Finn, <laughs> dirty dogs lose twice in a row, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Bro, I have to point, point out two things to you though in this Chopper promo with Finn Balor. Two things. Two mm -hmm. things. I, I want everybody to take note of this, guys. If you have Peacock, write down season five, episode four. Because I just watched this today. Guys, please do me a favor. Write down Season 5, Episode 4. Austin opens the show with a promo. Guys, here's all I want you to do, okay? Look into Austin's eyes. Look into Austin's eyes when he is cutting the promo. Now I want you to go back and watch this between Trump, Trumpa and Finn Balor. And I want you to look in Finn Balor's eyes. First of all, bro, if I'm a casual fan, I know nothing about the Champa Finn Balor history at NXT. I know nothing about it. And you know what, bro? Even after they talked about it, I still don't care. On top of that, you literally have Finn Balor cutting a promo that he me memorized word for word for word. Look at Austin's promo, guys, in the show I just told you about, and look at Finn Balor here. This should not be happening. For, for as long as Finn Balor has been on WWE television, bro, we, we are past the point of you memorizing uh, uh, promos. Yep. And, and it's, it's, it's just so bad, bro, because there's no emotion. Yep. There's there's just zero emotion in this scene, bro. No emotion. Agreed. Agreed. I agree. And there's still a presence. You don't have to be. You don't have to be over the top, you know, to to make a uh, to make a nope. presence. You nope. know, what I mean, like you can have, like for instance, you know, you you have you have so many wrestlers. All, the Undertaker, for instance, he he was never over the top in his promos. He was super chill, super mellow, super monotonous in his promos, but he had a presence to yeah. him that was infectious, that was attractive. You don't have to be over the top like a riddle just to get your point across. Bro, think of a guy. I mean, you're talking about Taker and a guy at a level, but, bro, th think about a Kurt Henning. Yeah, Kurt exactly. Kurt Henning wasn't yeah. that over the top. Yeah. promo like he was confident and he believed in every word that he said and mm -hmm. there was zero emotion in this scene and bro i'm just bringing that up chris because if i'm standing there producing that that's exactly what i'm saying 
Guys, yeah. there's no emo. I, I don't care about this. There's no yeah. emo. Somebody's got to be saying that, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joseph is bringing up Arn Anderson. That's a really good example. Yeah, absolutely. Anderson, yeah, absolutely. I, I, yes. I love Anderson's promos. Absolutely. I think, I think if I was if I was a coach in NXT, as far as a promo coach, as far as people who to listen to and tapes of. Arn Anderson would hands down be one of the first people I would recommend. I agree a thousand percent, yeah. bro. Yeah. Thousand yeah, absolutely. Miss um, TV, we get an interruption by the Mysterios, and then Miz introduces. He uses he throws the word dashing. He said he comes from a family, you know, uh, line of family line of fighting or whatever he says, and he says he uses the word dashing. This is this was interesting to me because when he he threw the in an elimination chamber. He kind of threw planted the seeds for this too. Some people were saying Cody. A lot of people knew it was Logan Paul, but some people were saying Cody. And he kind of threw the dashing, you know, to this too. So I'm, I'm wondering if this is leading somehow to like probably the Miz and Logan Paul. Logan Paul get the celebrity win at at WrestleMania. And maybe a Miz and Cody Rhodes feud if it gets signed. What what, what are your thoughts on that? I, I I bro, like my there were a lot of people because I was doing a watch along. There was a lot of people who thought like, bro, why are you why are you making people believe this may be Cody? And when it's yeah. not, they're just going to be very very disappointed. And that was yeah. the feeling like I got that Miz mm-hmm. was just kind of screwing around with the people. However. Mm-hmm their reaction is going to be exactly what their reaction was. Why are you teasing Cody Rhodes and it's Logan Paul who we don't care about? And, bro, some people even went as far as to mention there wasn't really a response in the house. So Mm. were the people in the house thinking the same exact thing? Bro, if you're going to go down that road and not deliver, you're going to let the wind out of the sails of the house, bro. I agree. And I think if you, I think you got to be very careful to planting your seeds. Um, You have to plant your seeds wisely. You got to be very careful with that because people will crap on something if the delivery, it doesn't match, you know, if the delivery doesn't match the anticipation, doesn't match the hype. That's the reason why, unfortunately, like, Dixie Carter, I call it the Dixie Carter effect. No, nope. I agree with you, bro. <laughs> no, I, I no, used, no disrespect used, to Dixie. <laughs> I no disrespect to Dixie. I love Dixie, but bro, I would tell her every time you have to stop doing that, Dixie. Yeah. You gotta stop. You gotta stop overhyping yep. and underdelivering. Yep. You gotta stop doing that. And unfortunately, Tony Khan's, you know, he he's getting bit, and he's he's the latest recipient of the Dixie Carter effect. Yeah. As far as overhyping, under delivering, and the WWE crowd is the biggest crowd out of all of them that I said. And if you overhype and you plant these seeds and you want Cody to come in as a babyface and you do this stuff in the in the interim, I don't, you know, that's not really good to me. I'm not I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of that. So And bro, here's the thing they keep falling in the trap of, Chris. I just want to point this out. They bring in a big bunny, they bring in a Logan Paul. These are pop culture icons. 
They're very cool. They have a huge following. Here's the problem, bro. You bring them on the show, so you're hoping they bring their audience. So now their audience comes to the show, and what are they watching, bro? They're watching a very uncool show. (laughs) You you know, so like what, what they're trying to bring the people there, and they're probably doing that. But, bro, you've already proven with Bad Bunny, you've not increased the audience, bro. Because when they come to watch your show, you're the most uncoolest show on television, bro. So you think people that follow Logan Paul because he's cool, he's hip, he's pop culture, he's cutting edge, he's got the attitude. You think because they follow him and see him on your show? They're going to continue to watch your show when Nikki Cross comes out next? Like, like Correct. seriously, bro. Seriously, man. Correct. And I think even if you think about it, about it from a weekly standpoint, you're bringing in Logan Paul for these next six weeks, you know, between now and Mania. Okay, sure. Maybe you pop, you know, 50,000 more people. Okay. Here's the problem. Our, it, it reminds me of like some type of like guest uh, person to some show, right? Say, say for instance, you're a big uh, Yellowstone fan, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And say Yellowstone starts to dwindle down in ratings and they bring in someone like a, a Sly Stallone or something like that. You know what I mean? Like just an icon in, uh, in the movie industry. And so people are like, oh man, absolutely. I'm a Sly Stallone, Stallone mark. You know, I'm going to c- come in and watch that Sly Stallone and then he comes in as a guest, you know, actor for like probably a month or two. You've got to keep that momentum knowing that he's not going to be here. But for this pocket of the time, you don't go back to how you were before Sly came after he leaves. You come up with different things to make us continue to be interested. Otherwise, the people who came for Sly... They're going to drift right back out, just like they have been doing with everybody else. And, bro, what you're talking about is when we brought Mike Tyson in, Mm. we kept those people, bro. When Tyson left, we now had those people hooked to Austin, hooked to The Rock. We kept – it's exactly what you said, Chris. Exactly, bro. You got to you got to do that stuff, man. Yep, yep. Uh, Alpha Academy uh, cuts a backstage interview. Um, you actually have your your boy had another vignette. Veer, Ooh. did you see that? I, I did. I missed it. I, <laughs> I I I I don't know what to say at this point. Bro. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I, I don't know. You know, it's so funny. Every time I look at the Veer Mahan promos, mm. I always look for it to see if they say he'll he'll be debuting next week like every time i look at veer mahan promos now i'm looking for the next week on raw but it's still the same it still says the same coming to raw it's the same type of stuff and i'm just like Bro, man the only thing you the only the only way you pay this off bro is if 
they're getting ready to start a match, whatever. It's Miz's music and entrance, and freaking Veerman, <laughs> full dress, you know, dress clothes, the whole comes through the crowd and gets yeah. the microphone and says, okay, bro, all right, the, the rib is up. Okay, I get it. God. That, that's the only way this this gets over. That's the it. only way, bro. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. what, and then he goes, I'll tell you what, bro, if you're not going to name my debut, I will. I'm going to be here next week to kick somebody's butt. That's the it. only way you get it over. He should be, like, that whole thing should start uh, inside the production truck. Yes. Like, yep. should, Absolutely. Cut the promo. Cut, cut the promo. Yes. Cut, cut the promo. I, yeah. I'm done. It's been It's been six months. You've been doing this for six months. Cut it. Cut the promo. Bro, they should they should have a shot where they're running it and you go to the truck and the guys are going hysterical and laughing yeah. like it's a rip and then have him walk in. Yes. I mean, that's what I'm like. My come on, guys, get 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 a little creative here, man. Yes, absolutely. That's that's two that's two money uh uh ideas in in one show here. That's what we do here on. Bro, could on you Asian mind Friday. can you imagine tell you you know how Bret Hart is? Can you imagine telling Brett, Brett, you're gonna become your, you're gonna become Stu, you're gonna become the. Can you imagine what that would mean to him, yeah. bro? Family legacy. They, like they just they missed the boat, bro. They they just yeah. missed the boat on so much stuff, man. So much. I agree. Stuff. I agree, hundred uh, percent. And it's funny because they don't even like say his name anymore after the promos. Like I, I put a quote that they put that uh, they said from one terrifying force to another. And then they went right into the women's match. They talked about Rhea Ripley. They just yeah. went right into the women's match. And I'm like, they don't even say his name anymore. Like this has to be a rib. It has to be a rib. And so, yeah. And then that's, that's, that's another drawer at WrestleMania. Brett goes to the ring with him and is, is his corner guy. There does, you go. does that, does that hurt WrestleMania? As far as Austin's concerned, no, absolutely. I was talking about Veer as far as uh, what they said from one terrifying force. To another. Oh, but yeah, yeah, they don't even say his name anymore. Yeah. But back to the Austin point, I think that would be super cool to have Brett come out with Austin. I'd why be, wouldn't I'd be Why wouldn't you open the door to Brett fans? Exactly. Exactly. Bro, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a no-brainer. He's got a whole separate audience, bro. You, yeah. bro. Not not only does he have an audience, he's got an entire country. Yeah. You, you yeah. got all of Canada buying this thing now, bro. Yep. And, yeah. and just yeah. and just give just give Brett one spot in the match. Yep. All, all Brett's got to do is put the sharpshooter on Owens when he low blows. Yeah. When he oblones Austin or something, that's all he's like. Come on, guys! Like, just just think this stuff through a little bit, man. I love it. I think he puts the sharpshooter, or even even if he, you know, uh, if you get Rollins a spot, or if you don't give right, him a spot, exactly, exactly. You know, Rollins does the run in. Bret Hart, you know, does the sharpshooter on Rollins. You know, what I mean, exactly, there, there exactly. Yeah. Crazy, what bro. What, what what missed opportunities, man? Yeah. Rhea Ripley defeating Nikki A.S.H. yet again. I mean, I I thought this was over the first time she beat her events. She's, bro, She, I'm just telling you right now, when, whenever there is or the next batch of cuts, Nikki Cross is at the top of that list. I, I don't even know. what. Like, what, what are we doing at this point with her? 
I thought that they possibly could have done something with her and Molly Holly, you know, since she beat up Molly yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. at the Rumble. I mean, that would have been, you know, that could have been something, at least for Nikki S.H. for Mania, yeah. but that was that. that Bro, never I, Ivory and Rhea Ripley would have been more interesting than this. They could have done a program with Ivory yes. for a month, bro. That 100%. would have been more interesting than this. She still looks great. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Like, she she, she cut great promos at that yep. pay-per-view. She still has mm -hmm. it. Yep. I would have been more, much more intrigued than I, Ivory versus Rhea and uh, yep. Nikki SH versus Molly. Yep. I agree. I agree. You got two nights. You got to fill it up with stuff, and you you know, it, those those are two matches that would have you know made sense based on Royal Rumble, and that's the yeah. thing with Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble is supposed to be used to spawn feuds. We saw yep. so many feuds spawn yep. over the past thirty yep. years. At least, at, at, least at least have the, the 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 tag match, bro. Molly and Rhea Ripley uh, against that. Ivory and Nikki. That's SA. more yep. interesting than this. I was thinking about the same thing. I was I was thinking Molly and Rhea against Nikki Ash and Ivory. Why not? Yep. Why not do it? You know what I mean? And and Ivory could have Ivory could be a good mouthpiece for Nikki Ash for this past you know five, five six weeks. Yeah, would make yep. Nikki Ash even more relevant. You know, even more heat. You know, it just and it and, just and also sense. behind the scenes, be teaching her during that time, bro. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Yeah, man. Well, that's that's three angles that we've came up with uh, for WrestleMania that uh, didn't didn't come to fruition. Uh, the Undertaker Hall of Fame video package. They uh, they showed this before. They showed this uh, on Elimination Chamber. Uh, Taker, I, I'm sure that you and I and and, and Paige and uh, you know over the past, next several weeks before the Hall of Fame uh, on the Bro Show or writing with Russo, I'm sure we'll have quite a bit to share about the undertaker if you could give us a quick uh blurp about uh the undertaker being in the hall of fame what are your thoughts oh no bro i, I you know i mean just you know he, bro he, bro bro he he could be in the hall of fame even if he didn't wrestle you know mm -hmm. just just the backstage pre the, the bro this was a this was a modern day john wayne just mm -hmm. just the backstage presence and respect and a man of few words and wrestling hurt like the old gunslinger. I mean, bro, he could have been a Hall of Famer without even wrestling a match. That's how much he's meant to this company without yeah, a shadow of a doubt. bro. Agreed. Yeah. Do you think what, what are your thoughts on this, Vince? The Undertaker being the only person inducted into the Hall of Fame, not saying that this is going to happen. But what do you think about the possibility of the Undertaker being the only person being inducted in this year's Hall of Fame? Because I like that a lot. Yeah, I love that. I love that, Chris. Person. I yeah. love that. That's a great yeah. idea. I love it. I, love it. I, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think that yeah. there's so much that you can do. You can have so many people come. You know, Michaels, Kane, Vince. You know what I mean? Like Foley. Like you, you can have so many. Brett. Austin, you can have so many people come I love that. Yep. and have their own speeches. Like you can yep. have just a half dozen people come out and do 20 minute speeches on the undertaker and I then love him that. come out and do his own speech. Yep. That's awesome, bro. That is awesome. Yep. Yeah. I think there's so much. Um, and I think even from a production standpoint, there's so many people that's still around that can they can they can do like timelines 
right? Yeah. And so, like the very beginning, you have DiBiase come out because he yeah. was the one who you know in, uh, introduced the Undertaker at Survivor Series. Bro, you, know, you so could, I think- you, you you could even go back because correct me if I'm wrong, bro, bro. But when you go way back to like USWA and stuff, didn't he initially like even start with Sid? Or in him and Sid, like the skyscrapers the or skyscrapers uh, with uh, Teddy Long, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they be so yeah, go, go way back, like go yeah. way back, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean that that'd like be it. phenomenal, bro. Phenomenal. I, I like that. it. Yeah, and then you have uh, you know him and Austin uh, when he was Texas Red USWA. Yeah. Um, uh, even yep. you know you mentioned Sid. They even you know were together. They had some time in Memphis. You know, yeah, back in see, uh, I, that, that would be tremendous, bro. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I like it. So even if you that, that would be cool. But even if you did from like uh, the standpoint of just WWE, which they probably would. But so you have DiBiase. You know, he was the first person who uh, in, introduced Taker. You know, he's still living in well. He he was just a part of an NXT promo. You know, a few months back, NXT angle. Uh, last year so he does i would have him do a speech and then you know someone like uh as he started to grow uh you have what 89 and then 92 around that time is he broke the title you can have Hogan do a speech you have you have freaking bruce pritchard put on that ridiculous red makeup there you go. Bruce, yeah, brother Bruce, love. Yeah, absolutely. Bruce would yep. jump at that, yep. bro. Like absolutely. That that that's cool to me. That's cool yeah. to me, bro. Yeah, yeah. I like it. You have brother love come out. Yep. DiBiase, Hogan, yep. and even you get to the like the 95, 96s uh time. He, you know, Sid, Kevin Nash, Jake? you know, Jake. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yep. you have so many people who are still living. Yep. Who can cut just these promos awesome. yeah. for the Undertaker and through just an evolution of his career? Kane yep. comes out, yep. you know, Triple H. He had three WrestleMania matches against Triple H. His, you know, two amazing matches against Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. McFoley. 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 You do yeah. a special, you do a special segment on Paul Vera. Yeah, absolutely. hundred yep. percent you do a special segment absolutely. on Paul Vera. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you have like a hologram of them. That would be pretty cool. Oh, God, say. that'd be yeah. awesome, bro. Holy yeah. crap. That'd be yeah. awesome, yeah. man. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, you, I, I say do it, man. I, I say do it. I think yeah. there's just so much. There's so much material of so many people who are still living to honor The Undertaker. Just but have every, everything we're talking about, Chris, on this show, everything we're talking about is planning. Planning. Yeah. Play, which they're, they're doing none of, none mm-hmm. of anymore. All this takes planning. You don't yeah. put this stuff together in a week. That's true. That's true, 100%. Uh, Damian Priest defeating Shelton Benjamin. Well, so Priest, He's a heel now, right? It's weird because he's he was, was kind of healing it up when he lost to AJ then him and AJ kind of got gave each other some respect. Um, after he beat AJ next uh, last week, and then AJ doesn't even appear after he lost, and he gets basically just ragdolled by Lesnar. But somehow they want to set up AJ and Edge because he 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 threw those phenomenal you know hints there. But now it's seeming like. 
Damian Priest is a face again because of AJ, but he's a heel because why would they have him go against Shelton Benjamin, someone who has a prominent South Carolina presence that Damian Priest was getting booed because Shelton Benjamin has a huge South Carolina presence as far as college is concerned. And they were booing Damian Priest. And then Finn Balor comes out. And so I guess he's like still the baby face going against baby faces. And now they just want to push Finn Balor who got beat up by Austin Theory. And there was no continuity with him and Austin Theory. They just mentioned it. He's been out. He's been out since getting beat up by Austin Theory, and they have no type of interaction at all with each other. I swear, bro. I'm going back to that episode I'm watching now of the Attitude Era, bro. Last week, uh, last week, um, the prior week, Ahmed Johnson's having a match against Owen Owen Hart, and Austin wants revenge on Hart because of the neck. Okay, so Austin wants Owen all to himself. So what does Austin do? He comes out. He hits. Uh, he hits Ahmed with the stunner. At the end of the show, that same week, Ahmed in his locker room selling it, telling Austin, "Bro, you 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 just opened up. You know the devil's door. You know really cutting. They got in on his eyes and really cutting a straight promo. Bro, we go to the next week. Austin's in the ring cutting a promo. Boom! Here comes Ahmed." They don't do that anymore, bro. That's the problem. They don't do that anymore. They don't, man. It, it just it's you know, back in the day, man, we used to say it's too much like right. <laughs> That's the reason why they don't do it. It's too much like right, ladies and gentlemen. Like it's just it's the story speaks for itself. It makes perfect sense. It's just too much like right, ladies and gentlemen. Then, bro, I said, uh, you want to hear something interesting for me just to go a little further? So, bro, yeah, yeah. not only is Ahmed there, they make the match for that night. Yeah. And, bro, I, I wrote this, and I'm like, bro, how are we getting out of this without burying Ahmed? Like, what, what, what are we doing? Why did we book? Like, what are we doing here? Bro, you know what? Guess what happens? What happens? Ahmed music and entrance, he's ready to go. Lights out. Kane, because that's when Kane was laying everybody out. Mm -hmm. And, bro, I, I, I got to say, I looked at that because I forgot all that, and I'm like, bro, that's brilliant. That, that <laughs> That's just that's just absolutely – but they don't do stuff like that no more, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they, do uh, Dana, they do Dana and Reggie, which uh, I wrote I, – this is all I wrote, bro. So freaking stupid. This yeah. be, between the – Tamina and Tazawa, Tazawa go pucking is like, bro, what, what, what is that? This is the stupidest. This, this is not worth talking about at all, at all, bro. Agreed, hundred percent agreed. Who cares about this segment? If it, if the kids did care about the segment, you have it toward the very end. You have it at the third hour, like. You're not really playing. You're not really booking it's for the kids terrible. if you're having this. It, 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 it's terrible, bro. The, 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 they they want to make budget cuts. All the people involved in the twenty four seven angle, like all of them, mean nothing. Nothing. No, all no. of you could cut cut. You could literally release six people tomorrow and not miss a beat. 
And along those lines, Vince, Dana Brooke has really gotten herself in really good shape. You know, I know she used to be a bodybuilder. She's she's an Ohioan. She's a fellow Ohioan. So she was like a bodybuilder, and she had a really good shape going into NXT, which is one of the reasons why they brought her in, because she was in really good shape. And so she was booked in ways that she just didn't like she was just booked so poorly and she got out of shape i mean she hasn't never been terrible but she got out of shape compared to where she was but she's really gotten back to the point of like really getting into really good shape there's a there's a there's a i don't know about her but she looks really good you know i mean she looks great on this show i mean yeah she she looks very great i I, bro she looked tremendous it's just this stupid, ridiculous stuff they have her doing. She looks yeah. great. Yeah, she looks she looks great. She looks uh, arguably the best she's ever had in the yeah. WWE. But I'm just like, what? Where else could she be utilized? Because it doesn't seem like they have enough faith in, in her uh, in-ring ability to really make her a star. So they 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 still it seems like they still want her there. But they don't have enough faith in her in-ring ability to give her that rub. Yeah, yeah. So well, I don't, I don't me, know what she does. Let me ask you this because I didn't watch it and she wasn't on the show this week. What did they do with Alexa Bliss in the Elimination Chamber? Uh, she beat uh, like one or two people and she lost. Uh, she she made it to the end to, uh, and she lost to Bianca Belair. And she wasn't on this week's show at all? No. All the therapy sessions leading to Elimination Chamber. And again, I don't mind Bianca. I mean, you know, we'll get to it. As a matter of fact, it's a good segue. Um, Dana Brooke won the title. So, um, you know, that's she kisses Reggie and, and all that. Again, they want her there, but they don't want to use her in a way that's, you know, uh, it, they're not showing that they have faith in her in ring ability. So we'll see what happens with that. I wonder. I wonder how this is going to be utilized in WrestleMania, ladies and gentlemen. I think. I think we'll see some type of surprise. Like we'll probably see like uh, uh, Mike Rotunda or some, something like that. You know, I mean, just just some random twenty four seven people again at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, but as far as the Bianca is concerned, I, you know, I was, with the Austin back in the day. He wasn't 50-50. That's what made Austin so important and relevant. He, he he was being made like a star. Like they built him to like you you and Ed, y'all built him to look like a star. He wasn't just 50-50 every week and losing matches. We mm-hmm. talked about this uh before. We actually looked at you know stats that remember that one time last year when we actually was looking at wrestler stats, the career stats of their mm-hmm. uh of their matches like hogan's was like above 60 takers was above 60 uh austin's was like above 60 as far as career win average and it has a theme and those are among some of the biggest stars ever they didn't lose a lot of matches because they were built as stars like yeah. batman just doesn't lose you know this week on the comic strip and then win this week in the comic book and then yeah. lose this week in the batman wins at the end Yep. The, uh, you know, Spider-Man wins at the end. Like, they don't just win and lose. Yep. And I think I think that's the reason why I like Bianca Belair. What, what they're doing now, I think they're finally getting it as far as making her look impressive. Uh, I, I think, I think like, 
I wish that it would have more story behind it, though. But I think they are at least making the effort, making her look more impressive over the past few weeks. Well, bro, I do have to say this: a couple of things I want to say about this uh, segment, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick on Becky again because she mm-hmm. just doesn't get it. She just doesn't get it, and she comes off to me like she thinks she knows everything, and she knows nothing. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. First of all, bro, one thing I really noticed with Bianca Belair, bro, I don't like, I, I just, I don't like when they have her playing the, you know, biatch persona. I don't like that, and I'll tell you why. Because, bro, at the beginning of this promo, when they put her over. Bro, her natural smile can light up a room. I can watch this girl smile, bro, all day long. What a beautiful, beautiful smile. And they do the complete opposite, you know, with the, you know, twirling the hair and the attitude. No, she's she's got a beautiful smile, bro. And, bro, here's what bothers me so much about Becky that she doesn't understand. Let let, let me set the stage for Becky Lynch. So Bianca Belair goes out there, and Bianca now is going to have that rematch against Becky that she's waited a year for. Okay? So now Becky busts the promo. Now, 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 Chris, let's look at this logically. Becky is busting the promo. So there's a good chance that they may be physicality and a fight may break out because we're going to have a war of words. We're going to go back and forth and a fight may break out. Mm-hmm. Did you see what Becky had on her feet, bro? There, yeah, there ain't no fight. Shoes. There ain't no fight breaking <laughs> yeah. out. You, you, yeah. you're, she's wearing bozo shoes, bro. <laughs> so no, no. If you think a fight is gonna break out, you're not wearing bozo shoes to the ring. That's Correct. what I'm talking about. You don't get it, bro. You as soon as she came out with those ridiculous shoes to I don't know, and pop the people in the back because <laughs> this is how I took it. She's wearing a house coat and she's wearing clown clown shoes. Yes. Yeah. Bro, but, this is what I'm talking about. Now, like I said, bro, are you trying to pop people in the back? But in this situation, if you are a wrestler mm-hmm. and a fight, it's very likely that a fight's going to, bro, you ain't wearing those shoes to the ring. No. It, that's what I, Chris, it's the little things. And if the wrestlers themselves don't understand that, then no, yeah. nobody will, bro. Nobody will understand it. Yep, I agree. The only thing you have to do is just push her over. She's going to tip over and exactly. then wail on her. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, bro, bro, I remember, I swear to God, bro, bro, the Harris brothers literally before their wrestling careers, bro, they would literally walk into bars to start fights. Literally. That's why they would go, bro. It would have been like them wearing suit and ties. Right. Yeah, right, right. We, we, we're going to, we're going to find somebody to fight tonight and we're going to, we're going to be dressed in suits. Yeah, yeah. Come on. You, you Becky, please, bro. Please, yeah, yeah. man. Jeez, it's not man. about popping the people in the back, man. Agreed. Yeah. And then the um, one thing I, I got to say, bro, that totally I was like, holy crap. 
when Bianca Belair had this match against Dewdrop. Bro, the strength. Yep. Oh my God. I was, I, 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 bro, I was, to me, the strength of Bianca Belair having that dew drop up and then the spot in the corner, bro, that, that was the most impressive thing I've probably seen on Raw in the last year. I was mm-hmm. like, this woman is a freak of nature. bro. Unbelievable strength. Yep. Agreed. hundred percent. Yeah. And I, I think the, the fans are, um, getting behind that. And I can appreciate that. You know what I mean? I, I, I can appreciate the fans because people are saying, yeah, well, she are. And this is, you know, I, 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 for the sake of these shows, I pay attention to what people say. A lot of times people send me stuff or what people are saying and things like that. And so like I, I do research and I see what people are saying about Bianca Belair and they're like, yeah, well, she had her chance uh, last year. And I'm like, it's just so weird to me that, you know, Daniel Bryan used to, or Brian Danielson now, but when he was Daniel Bryan, he used to uh, describe the fans as fickle. You know what I mean? Fickle, fickle. And it's so true because you're like, okay, well, I hate the 50-50, but you already had your chance last year. And so people were saying Alexa Bliss should have won, but she had her chance before. So it should be a revolving door of people having their chances. You have, again, if you want to build a star, you have to make them look like a star. Who who's 50-50 Vince that looks like a star? What star? And, bro, and, just loses and it's and also l- l- let's be honest, bro. If you're going to look at this roster of girls and like, okay, who are the real deal deals here? I mean, right. bro, when you ask me that question, who are the real deals? Aside, aside, aside from Ronda Rousey. When you say who are the real, who are the two girls that could beat everybody up? Without a question, bro, it's it's Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. Without yeah. a question, he, he, head and tail, they're freaks. Yeah. So head, it, bro, Alexa Bliss is not beating Rhea Ripley. I'm, right. I, I'm sorry, and bro, I, I hate to break the news to you, Becky Lynch is not beating Bianca Belair. I mean, right. I'm telling you, if this were legit. These two girls are in a class by themselves, and bro, that has to come into play. I hundred percent agree, and and Bianca doesn't need the hair for that though. No, you know I mean? like, she, doesn't, she doesn't, bro. She doesn't need the hair, the attitude. She doesn't need any of that, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah, she doesn't need it. She's like her hair didn't have anything to do with the freakish strength that she had against Duke. No, you know what I mean? Like had nothing to do with her hair gimmick. It's just that she's a great athlete and they can really capitalize off of that. Crazy bro. Crazy. Good. Crazy. Good. Agreed. Uh, Edge cuts an in-ring promo. Um, I always like, I mean, Edge just, he's a, he's really good in promos, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I know you, you worked with Edge back in the, you know, 98, 99 era. How is it how is it working with Edge, you know, back 9899 and just seeing his evolution when it comes on the mic, man, it being so Yeah, you know, bro, I, I think Edge has said I think Edge has said some stuff about me in the past. But bro, when we when when we originally debuted Edge, remember the woman was the voiceover on those promos? You think you know me? Yeah, yeah thank you. Okay. Bro, Edge wasn't supposed to talk at the beginning. 
So it mm. was almost like, you know, Tommy, you know, from the who, it was almost like, is, is he deaf, dumb, and blind? Like, mm-hmm. can he not talk? Like, it, it would, it was, it was going to be a big mystery. I think Edge somewhere thought in the back of his mind that, like, I was never going to have him talk, which mm-hmm. is totally not true. This was just the intro of the character because the whole idea was for him to be very mysterious. Mm-hmm. This guy ain't saying that. Can he even talk? We we don't know. But mm-hmm. that that's how we were going to evolve the character. But yeah, bro, this you know again, bro. I I, I did I, I do a poll every week. I mean every day online, and and I said, bro, one of these legends needs to win a title. And, and you know I I put Edge in that group. Mm-hmm. One of one of one of them have to pull the big upset at 45 years old to be a champion. It's got to happen. Otherwise you just know you're going to beat them every time when you put them in that situation. I agree hundred percent. And that's a, that's a good question. I think, I think that's a, that has a lot of meat on the bone as far as like that, that discussion point, that discussion topic, who, what legend, you know, and, and for those who are listening uh, to this um, after the show, put it in the comments, what do y'all think? What I legend, have- I Go had ahead. five. I'll tell you the Who's five. Your five? I had. You, yep. you could probably yep. guess them because I gave them five choices. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you guys mm-hmm. can go and vote on that. Just go to, uh, you know, Vince Russo YouTube page. Here's the five choices I had, bro, that to me, all five of them are totally believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. Edge, Rock, mm-hmm. Austin, Trish Stratus. Okay. Those were my five. My vote would be Rock. Yeah. Who who yeah, would you uh, throw in that mix, Chris? Um, I think Goldberg's logical. Uh, I think you I think you put him in there as far as a legend who who could have a short title run to put somebody over. Um, as far as I think, as you, could, I think else, you could throw I think you could throw Mickey James in there. Oh, 100 percent Yeah, absolutely. Uh I would I would say Lita. I, I wouldn't I, yeah, see I wouldn't I, I, be yep, I wouldn't be opposed yep. to Lita. Like she for instance. Great. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed. She looked, I was very impressed with her showing at Elimination Chamber. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't mind like Lita winning at SummerSlam and, and, yeah. and beating, you know, beating some like her, her, like her being Charlotte. You know what I mean? Say, for instance, you know, Charlotte beats Ronda Rousey. She keeps the title and Lita beats Charlotte at uh, at uh, uh, SummerSlam. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to that. actually. And I mean, know? bro, all they have to do is like, bro, all, all they have to do is, bro, the opponent gets hurt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's an injury. They blow their knee at like whatever. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways to do it where it would be believable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We end with uh, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens being RK bro. It just to me when I saw this, I said like it's just more of a split. For some reason, WWE booking is notorious for we'll just have this big losing streak to make someone just kind of snap. That's what they did with Rhea Ripley and uh, Nikki Sh. And once again, RK bro loses yet again to build up this team just to be in a triple threat match just for somehow Austin to get in the mix. And so it just seems like all this is just a split Orton. And, uh, and Chris, and what else do we talk about, bro? They beat Riddle every week. Yeah. Bro, I swear to God, I, 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 if somebody wants to do this, 
if somebody wants to do this, you know, some somebody in sportsgate, if you guys are watching this and you want to do this, I am not kidding you, bro. I would love to know how many times Riddle has been pinned in the last three months. Mm-hmm. It, whether a singles match or a tag team match, it doesn't matter. I guarantee you, bro, over the last three months, they probably beat this guy at least seven or eight times. I mm-hmm. guarantee you, bro. Every time Riddle's doing the job. Yeah, over and over and over again. And I think they're going to utilize that of saying, you know, because he keeps losing, Orton's going to get upset that they keep losing, and that's going to cause him to snap. I just wish they had a better story than that. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. I am with you 100%. I just wish, yeah, I just wish they would. Like, to me, I, that's not a good buy-in to me. Like, okay, I'm tired of losing. I was your partner, and now I'm tired that we're losing. We just saw that with Nikki SH and Rhea Ripley. So why am I I, I, am I, 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 I? I would have Orton get mad and start pushing him around, pushing him around. And then, bro, I would have the UFC fighter go out. Well, Rand, you yeah. thought I was stupid? Yeah. Nah, bro. That You know, I played you just like I've played everybody else because I'm the He's, best guy. <laughs> and bro, I wouldn't be opposed it, to a riddle turn. Like yeah, I, I think yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's obvious that the like Orton's going to be the one to turn. Yeah, but I actually wouldn't be opposed to a I'm Riddle you, turn, Chris. and Riddle beats Orton at, at WrestleMania. As a Chris, you got to plan these things out, and that's yeah. not they're not planning anything out, bro. Agreed. Agreed. Well, what is planned out uh, is uh, this show, and we have a good time. Every single time, every single week, we have a great time for the people, ladies and gentlemen. And once again, watching this show, uh, go to YouTube video, go write a positive comment, and uh, be sure that uh, we have all these comments, all these likes that really boost up our analytics for people, for more people to watch this awesome show, The Legion of Raw. Let the listeners know. Oh, you got something to say, Vince? Let, I, let got, I got a bonus. We got bonus material. We got a, we got a, we got a bonus. I think it's time out worthy. I think it's time out worthy. Everybody thought I was kidding, including Dr. Out. Chris, I believe. Okay? I think it's time out worthy. Yeah. Call Here we go. <laughs> time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. Okay, bro. Everybody thought I was kidding. Wait, wait, not good, bro. Get that off. Take that off. I got to sell this, bro. I got to set this up. Chris, what are you doing? All right, thank you. Okay. Guys, the <laughs> WWE is like clockwork. It's like clockwork. The main yeah. event goes in the ring at 8.30. It's the last half hour of the show. 99.99999% of the time, none of us care about the main event, just like we did not care about tonight's main event because it was the same main event last week. We don't care about these main events. So now, and I'm sure Chris is the same way, now we just want this show to end. We don't care about this match. We just want the show to end. So, Chris, I said it. If you go to my Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Vince Russo Live, every Monday night I do a live watch along. Everybody's free to come. The last half hour, Chris, I received karaoke requests. People request for me to sing karaoke the last 30 minutes. Show me an action, Chris. Now show me an action. There I am, bro. Full form. I think I was in the middle here of My Way by Frank Sinatra uh, during the main event on Raw. You guys want to be a part of karaoke? Throw tunes at me. Just go to twitch.tv forward slash Vince Russo Live. Bro, you like you 
are like in the middle of taking a mean dump right here. Yeah, that's right? what that's what a couple of people have said. But no, I'm I'm belting, Chris. I'm belting out the tune. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Because you, you like with to do back. This goes in the background. There you go. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, ladies you. and gentlemen, man, fun time. There you go. Nice setup to uh, <laughs> to karaoke karaoke with Vince Russo. That picture goes to show how invested. How committed, how rock, how locked in he is to do these karaoke's, ladies and gentlemen. And again, uh, go to uh, go to the video after the show. Leave a leave a positive comment, like the video, and again, that spreads the analytics for people to watch the show. And if you haven't subscribed to Sports Kita yet, what are you waiting for, ladies what and gentlemen? What are you gentlemen? waiting for, bro? Come on, what no brainer. Look, ah, come on. He's Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. This is Legion of Raw, and we will see you on the other side, brother. <laughs>